0: If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. As always, we are going to eat some Asian snacks and have some good Asian sex. No, hold on, let me try that again. As always, we're Ah. going to have some some Asian sex. Not with each other. I'm I'm not Asian, no.
1: Not (laughs) even close.
0: Thank God I'm not Asian. (laughs) What is Asian sex? How does that work? I
1: would assume it works like any other
0: sex except between Asian people. So you know I used to play in a pipe band, right? I used to play the, the snare drum. There was a young guy who was really good in their top of a band. Maybe he was like, I don't know, 18, 19. First time away from home. They're in Scotland. They're on the bus. And all the lads are going to go out to go drinking at the pubs and stuff. The one guy who's a real character so is always just saying stuff. He sitting next to the really young guy. And he starts talking about, you know, Asian women, they have a different kind of vagina. He's like, what do you mean? Asian vaginas are sideways. What? Oh, yeah. And this young guy ate it up. Because the guy built it up so much. So whenever I think of Asian sex now, I think of sideways vaginas. And you think of Asian sex a lot? Well, only right now. (laughs) Anyways. We are on my laptop now. (laughs) Gross. What are we talking about? Hold on. As always, we are going to eat some Asian (laughs) snacks and have some good middle-aged man talk. Richard, what are we snacking on tonight? We have garlic peanuts. From Indonesia. Yeah, Japanese reminet to drink. More soda. We have well, you have lychee and I have strawberry.
1: we have original soybean drink from China. I think it's a fermented
0: like a milk drink. It comes in like a pop bottle, like a classic I think a it's glass just,
1: bottle. It looks like it's just soy milk.
0: Soybean drink. Water, soy, non GMO, sugar, coconut oil, Unpronounceables, salt on the very end. Got a Sodium it up.
1: carbomethyl cellulose. That sounds delicious. And we have some
0: more bourbon snackers, crackers, things. Japanese little snack stick cookies. They look like Big Newtons. They're like a stick-ish, like a stick, like a long, rectangly shape. And they're Japanese, the bourbon brand.
1: And we have the best Asian food in the world, universe. Not the world, just not just the world, the universe. The universe. Bon me. Is it the best? No, that's just Brendan's love for hyperbole
0: and uh, bon me. You're, you're just killing my lines, my script. Yeah, I know. You are not a professional actor. Why do I keep writing lines for you? Uh, these are good bon me. Made yesterday, probably. Yeah, definitely yesterday.
1: And we before the show started, we actually had a conversation on how you pronounce hyperbole. 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 So that's the Newfie way of saying hyperbole.
0: That's right, I'm a Newfie. If you don't know what Newfie is, go to the Newfie Turnip Facebook page, and that explains it. Yeah, so the Asian soybean drink, I guess it's fermented or something. It's a month past the due date, the best before date. I kind of like this soybean fermented drink that is best before a month ago. Actually, I'm not sure. It says 805 2021 Is that Canadian or American? Because the Americans do the day and the month backwards.
1: Where was this bottled? China? So how did the Chinese do it?
0: Oh, it says somewhere below. It radiates Day, day, month, month, year, year. So the eighth day of May. I kind of like that. That's actually kind of a nice drink. I was That was a bit of a riddle while I was buying the store. Two bucks for six, which is a good price for six bottles of drink.
1: Taste isn't bad. It's a it's li- sp- it smells like pond
0: water. No, it doesn't. It's like soybean. It's a little bit like a soybean-flavored milk tea. the a bubble tea. like A little bit of a soybean uh, bubble tea. Yeah. It's pretty good. How's the Bon mi sandwich? And this is the spicy one. Richard loves these. Oh, we've had them on the show once before. Uh, they're just the best. They're they are actually made at some Vietnamese shop in Toronto. And the local Asian grocery store here where we are gets a big load of them every Thursday and then brings them in. So then Friday you have them. We were going to have them last week, but they sold out on Friday. Normally there's like a few more on Saturday morning if you get there early. But they sold out early on Friday.
1: This one actually has a good spice to it. Yeah, I like this. I think carrots pickled.
0: Yep. Yeah, so this has like pickled carrot. There's a little bit of pate, weird Asian sandwich meat, like pork or something, cilantro, and then hot peppers, green hot peppers. I think there's some of that Asian mayonnaise, like Japanese. It's kind of like Japanese mayonnaise, but not quite. It's kind of a tasty unique thing. Mm-hmm. It actually kind of goes with the funny soybean drink, doesn't it? I think it
1: does. Uh, it kills the heat a little. The soybean drink does kill the heat a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say, the soybean drink is, my fav- is not my favorite. It's drinkable, but...
0: You're not going to be rushing out to buy them. No. So basically... Worth trying, but probably not a buy again for the soybean drink. Ooh, I'm getting hot peppers now. Sometimes they end up in the bottom of the sandwich, depending on how it was I guess, jostled or movement was first made. So you get a whole lot at the bottom of the sandwich. I didn't realize when I first bought these at the Asian Grocery that the ones with the red right on the clear wrapper are the spicy ones, and the green are the not spicy ones.
1: So you wondered why sometimes your mouth was on fire and sometimes it wasn't?
0: I think they normally get a few more of the non-spicy than the spicy. So I went in there and I was just buying, I guess, the green ones. I would get two for lunch sometimes. The one time I went and I got a green one and a red one just by chance. And I ate the green one. That was great. Then I got to have my second. Because they're small sandwiches. I go to the second one. I'm like, I'm melting. Yeah, they're good though. Mm. Just chewing. (laughs) Chewing, eating, mm, tasty stuff. They can't even see us. They're just listening. I know. His, there's some guy in his car, who's driving, he's like, "Talk, God damn it. It's a podcast. I paid nothing for this. I demand more. Oh. My drink ran out. I just got a mouthful of hot pepper. Woo.
1: Mine seemed to be front loaded with the hot pepper. was right in the first bite.
0: Yeah, it's always in, like, one end of the sandwich for some reason. So yours was in the top end. Mine was in the bottom end. By top, we mean, that, like, where they seal off the little baggie. Yeah, you know what? That soybean drink does actually go well with this. But two bucks for six, that's a pretty good deal. Sure, it's a month expired, but it's still good. Does that taste like you're going to have the trots tomorrow? No, that's soybean drinks just fine. It's also perfectly sealed up with like a beer cap, but not even a twist off one, so. I say it's not
1: carbonated. I'm not sure why they need that sort of level of capping. I don't know.
0: I often wonder the things that come from China. Is it just older factories with the same technology and they just keep doing it what they have?
1: Could be. Sometimes I wonder about the things from China. is whether the ingredients on the thing are is actually what's in it.
0: Oh, like the Mexican Coke. Have you heard about this? The Mexican Coke? There's all these hipsters on the internet going, Mexican Coca-Cola is better. It comes in like the classic glass bottle, you know, from like 1970s or 80s when we were kids. Well, when you were a kid, I wasn't born yet in the 70s because I'm much younger than Richard. He's very old. And his gray hair and his cane that he hits me with. He does not have a cane. That I'm aware of. Where am I going with this? Oh, yeah, Coca Cola. So, there's a bunch of hipsters out there, and there's all these other videos of people. Hold on, hold on, the Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. Oh, God. Whoo, open some peanut Richard. Anyway. All of the, oh, we're just gonna open up a ramonet. You already mm-hmm. opened up? I've not opened it up yet. They did a bunch of testing on the Coca Cola coming from Mexico, because of course the American Coca Cola has high fructose corn syrup as sweetener, but the Mexican bottles say sugar. They don't say high fructose anything, just sugar. It's so true. they actually tested them, and guess what kind of sugar was in the Mexican Coca Cola? High fructose corn syrup. So all these hipsters, all these videos going, oh, it tastes better, it's a smoother taste, oh, the Mexican Coca Cola is better. It's the exact same thing. Oh, ramonet! Yeah. So we're trying Ramune again. Richard has lychee flavor this week.
1: Which tastes exactly like lychee. It's like carbonated lychee juice.
0: But there's no lychee in it, is there? No, there's no
1: chunks of lychee, but it tastes like there is.
0: No, but like even the ingredients, it's just artificial flavor and like, minus food coloring for strawberry. Yep. Where's, how, do I, how do I pop the thing in? Where's my thing? Did you... Oh, it's in the cap. Hold on. Yep. I almost threw it away with the wrapper. All right. Mm. Quiet for the clink. Do I just hit it? You take this off. Take it apart Why take it out first? Yeah.
1: Okay. Then you can just hit it. That's why it didn't work last time. So I hurt my hand. You can push it through if it's just This is like painfully difficult. See if you're just pushing it down, but if you put it like that, then you can just hit, just hit it.
0: Like this? Yeah. Okay. Get ready everyone. Listen to my clink. Woo! Oh, that was a bit too fizzy. Oh, that actually is quite strawberry tasting. Like I gotta say,
1: their artificial flavor is really, really good.
0: Yeah, it actually tastes like the thing, not like an aspartame equivalent of a thing. Yep. Yeah. It actually tastes like the thing. There, a...
1: Apparently, the artificial banana flavor is what bananas used to taste like.
0: What? Why did bananas change flavor?
1: Because they're a monoculture, so the, the the most commercially viable banana is what's grown in the plantations. But they're all is all propagated by clones, and so the um, banana flavor that you get in candies and that sort of stuff, which doesn't which t- doesn't taste quite like bananas taste now, was this one cultivar, and they got a disease and got and they were all wiped out.
0: So basically, there was a variety of bananas that we based all artificial banana flavor on way back when, decades ago. Yep. Then all of those died from something, and now we have modern bananas which taste different. Yes,
1: they're but, not as sweet.
0: You know, weird things. So these peanuts are Indonesian peanuts, but perhaps looks like Chinese already, right? Probably packaged in China. garlic flavor peanuts. Do they taste garlicy? You? They're in the they're in the full shell. They're peanuts in the full shell. They taste good, but the garlic flavor isn't really oh, that's strong. I'm also like tasting strong strawberry ramune in my mouth and spicy bon bon me. They almost
1: seems kind of stale. They're very very dry.
0: They're not from the discount rack, what's you're implying.
1: No, I'm not. Just, they're prepared differently than what we're used to. for,
0: Like like the American southern peanuts.
1: Yeah. Do you taste a garlic taste on them? There's some flavor, but of course, dang it, maybe they're supposed to be eaten like this.
0: So Richard's eating a whole one with a shell on it because he's uh, an animal? No, nope. no, no, real garlic. I just lick the outside of a shell. You like eat the whole thing. You're like, I can eat it. It's more fiber. They're nice peanuts. They're perfectly fine, but like I kind of thought they'd be like this big garlic flavor.
1: Well, then again, maybe it's also a garlic that we're not used to, because there's many different flavors of garlic.
0: That's true, and in China, they love their garlic. The peanuts are almost blanched on the inside, too. They're not like red skin peanuts. like The skin's really blanched as well. I think they must have been, like, boiled or something. There.
1: Well, actually, most peanuts are boiled. Yeah. When you get the salted peanuts in the shell, and the salt is made all the fruits because it's been boiled. But that's how you flavor peanuts in the shells. You boil them in the flavoring. Right, and the oil or the whatever, and the salt, and yeah. And it's usually just the salt. Like, the salted peanuts is just salt water. They don't have a really strong peanut flavor, either.
0: Yeah, it's not like a very peanutty peanut. These are Indonesian peanuts. These are the kind of peanuts that Asian elephants eat, I imagine. <laughs> Do elephants actually like peanuts? I would assume so. Because so far tonight, the soy drink, you're like, it's fine. You don't hate it. The ramune, you think it's pretty good? The peanuts are fine, but kind of less flavorful. This is kind of like mild and pleasant and snacky so that's all good
1: okay i got a bit of garlic off that one
0: there's definitely a flavor on them but they're also some mild tasting they don't have that strong like red skin peanutty taste you get from like peanuts in the southern united states not bad though these people with a beer
1: maybe they were these have just been boiled a lot longer hong kong limited hong kong okay so
0: they're chinese but the peanuts are imported from indonesia yeah they're they are indonesian peanuts and contains peanut do you hate those warnings this is a bag of peanuts may contain peanuts i'm pretty sure it does contain peanuts i mean it's a bag of peanuts the main ingredient is peanuts okay i'm crinkling now this is the japanese bourbon i'm gonna call them fig newtons they, they're not actually fig newtons but they they almost look like a sandwich don't they like a long yeah. like a teeny little sub fig newton sub i like what my brother says with our, with our podcast that we're we're authentic you can, hear, you can hear us wrinkling and crackling and burping Oh, you guys are authentic. Or just horribly unprofessional. All right, let's try yeah, some. Maybe the same thing for us. Maybe. Authentically unprofessional. Okay. Well, we're both wearing pants, more or less. Oh, Shorts. Short sure. sure, pants. That's the that counts. They, they
1: smell like Fig Newtons. Yes. I is. think the Fig Newtons got more sugar cut into the figs.
0: Yeah. And the
1: cookie part is quite nice. These are good. It's called a raisin sand. Are these raisin? Yeah. So they're
0: raisins. They're not actually figs. Raisin sandwich. I swear, it's, it's a Fig Newton made with raisins. So why does it taste more figgy? Because there's less uh, sugar in them.
1: You know, I, now that I see the raisin, I can taste the raisin. We're idiots. <laughs> yeah. Power of suggestion.
0: It's like the Fig Newtons. And it says, bourbon raisin sand, very clearly on the front in English.
1: So they're raisin sandwiches.
0: Yeah, they're raisin sandwiches. But it's definitely like a Fig Newton, with Thompson raisins. They might not be Thompson raisins, but... They taste like Thompson raisins. What do you know? You thought they were figs. Just because I thought they were figs. <laughs>
1: well figs, figs and raisins have... Similar flavors. Yeah, all that dried fruit's up the same. Mm-hmm. All those nerd
0: nerd snacks for nerds. Figs, dates, raisins, currants. Your dark dried fruits. Dark dried fruits. uh Oh, are we triggering someone? Do we use a word in there that might be something else, Richard? You mean fruit? Well, that used to be a word for like like a like a mean word for a gay person. What a fruit! And now like everyone's forgotten about it. So Richard, well, you've been to the hospital before. Has anyone ever asked you if you were there for a post-op check checkup for a gender reassignment surgery? <laughs>
1: No. I mean, seriously, no.
0: (laughs) So let's have a chat, a brief chat, about Israel and Palestine. I've heard it's
1: pretty hot over there.
0: Me too. So Japan. Japan and the Olympics. The COVID situation in Japan was good initially because they just locked down the borders, but it's actually gotten worse, and 80% of their COVID deaths have happened in the last four months or so. And that the emperor right now in Japan and other people and medical people are actually urging them to postpone the Olympics, which start next month, start in July. And I don't think they're going to. I think the Olympics are happening. There's already people over there. Apparently the Uganda team, two of them, or I think it was a coach and a, another person on the team, um, tested positive for COVID when they entered Japan. There's going to be major spin-ups. And, and one of the worries uh, about this is that the Paralympics, for people who are differently abled, that happens a month after the regular Olympics. Also in Japan, and they're kind of worried. Will there be a big, huge spike, and then a lot of those people coming in, those competitors? They have a wide variety of immunity based on their different medical or different, you know, physical conditions to be in the Paralympics. Well, so,
1: this is actually something interesting about Olympic athletes, not the Paralympics, but it's just Olympic athletes. A lot of the more strenuous sports, when you're operating at that level, you're actually in an, an immunocompromised state from the Level of effort you're putting in, right? So you think you think of Olympic athletes as you know, oh, this is this is you know the pinnacle of human achievement. Well, it is for physical stuff, but they get sick at the drop of a hat,
0: right? Because there's such low body fat,
1: low body fat. Also, the amount of strain that they're putting themselves under suppresses the immune response.
0: Yeah, so that's um that's not great.
1: Now, I would expect that most athletes going would be vaccinated.
0: Well, they all are, I think. But the American CDC has actually warned people, don't go to Japan, even if you're fully vaccinated because of all the COVID spitting up there. And they're really worried about it. But all the major cities over there are kind of worried about this. I think it's a lot of these teams and players, they're actually being put up in different cities. Of course, some of the Olympics will take place in different cities. So the different events, they're really kind of worried that it actually could hit all of Japan. And right now their medical system is really operating at like, I think, near top capacity. They're really getting strained heavily. But I think the thing is, the government spent, well, I think it was, was it fifteen billion, I believe, or you know, fifteen billion American equivalent on everything for the Olympics, like all the infrastructure and things. So they want to get people there. But apparently, they're going to limit it now to about ten thousand people for um, uh, people watching, viewing the Olympics. Even though there's millions of, like, I think three point six million tickets sold, and any of the people viewing the Olympics are only um, Japanese residents. You can't be a foreigner. And those, all the teams are in their own bubble with each other and being isolated. So it's not quite the same Olympic village where they're all running around, partying and, you know.
1: Having Asian sex.
0: Having Asian sex with sideways vaginas. (laughs) That can't be true, though. I mean, I've never seen an Asian vagina up close. (laughs) No comment. No comment. So what do you think? What's your opinion, Richard, on the whole Japan thing and the whole Olympics? Like, should they actually postpone it? Do you agree with the emperor of Japan? Or do you disagree with the emperor and be like, eh, do whatever you want? Well. There are precautions in place. Like, everyone is being careful. Like, it's not a free-for-all. People aren't, you know, opening up kissing booths.
1: No. It's an interesting conundrum because they've already postponed it. How long can you continue postponing? Because it's a four-year cycle. It's not in the four-year cycle anymore.
0: Right. So they postponed it for another year, for argument's sake then you what do you do have the next one the year after and all these like olympians trained and ready to go last summer have had to wait for a year and keep the training up and keep it up and like then some people might not be able to go cuz well, if something happens or you get hurt
1: well and for some of these sports your window of peak performance is only one or two years so, pushing out a cycle means that there's a whole generation of, of athletes who never got their shot.
0: Yeah, there's a whole court of people that might have been good enough and selected on the team, and then two years later, sorry, not good enough anymore. See ya.
1: Mm-hmm. So, it's challenging on that side. However, when it comes right down to it, the Olympics is not what it used to be.
0: Are you saying there might be a little bit of a lack of scruples in the Olympics? In the IOC? There's a lot of money and control and influence in professional sports. Someone might be a little bit underhanded. Sarcasm. <laughs> These garlic peanuts, I'm, they're growing on me.
1: Because the Olympics were always pushed as this, you know, big equality thing, this this global. Right. And I've over the years I've become more and more disillusioned with it and I think it's lost some of its charm when they allowed uh professional athletes in. Because it used to be You had to have a job outside of your sport.
0: That's right. Like it had to be the best athletes, but you couldn't be a professional training person all the time. But now, most countries, that's your job. You are an Olympian on the Olympic team, and once you can't compete anymore, you've aged out. Then you coach or do personal training and that kind of thing.
1: But then again, the problem was is that countries like Russia, yeah, these guys, yeah, they're all in the military. They're all, you know, and all they do is train. So.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, like their job is being in the military. Well, in Canada, our Olympic team, they actually get paid a small salary to be Olympians, and they train all the time. So
1: Canada Canada Post used to employ a bunch of
0: Olympians. Yeah, that's right, the Postal Service, they worked for the Postal Service as their regular job.
1: Yeah, which their regular job was training.
0: Right. So it's kind of one of those BS things. That's right. That's right. Russia does it, but so does everybody else. Yeah. A lot of times people get Russia shit. It always pisses me off because aren't we doing the same thing? Well, kind of. Okay, we're doing a slightly different flavor of the same thing. So the Olympics, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want to go just because of the crowds. And also, if I was going to go to the Olympics, it would be a Winter Olympics, not a Summer Olympics. We're Canadian. We like hockey. Which the top Canadian hockey player. I don't know who they are right now in the NHL. but The top Canadian hockey player, no doubt, makes millions of dollars a year for sure. The yep. salary, no question. <clears throat> the top... Canadian curler curling is Canada's second most popular winter sport big northern country we love curling and a few years ago I remember the top Canadian curler the top guy he was the manager of a beer store which is a good job I don't know that is 50 60 grand a year at the time but that was his day job and then he did the curling professionally on the side of that whereas the top Canadian hockey player he has like a mansion and a wife and a mistress and all kinds of good stuff had a divorce. Can you even name
1: a lacrosse player?
0: Isn't that our official sport? Yes,
1: that is our national sport, lacrosse.
0: What a crappy sport. Why can't it be like uh, cricket or something?
1: Because it's a it's a sport that the natives played.
0: Oh, now I'm going to be in trouble because I crapped on lacrosse. That's a native sport. Well, I guess we're canceled. I'm not apologizing. I don't care for lacrosse. I'm also not a sports guy. No, neither am I. So. The reason why I don't care for lacrosse is, have you ever seen like a teenage girls lacrosse game? It is the most frightening thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Those girls are scary and mean. It's pretty frightening. Richard's nodding. He likes to nod at the microphone. These are good peanuts. I had my mouth full of peanuts, so. Of what kind of nuts? Anyway. Yeah, so the Olympics, I think if it really isn't a bunch of people coming in for a big drunk and a brouhaha, it should probably be okay. But I don't think it's going to be the same Olympic experience for the athletes where it's here's your residence or here's your group of hotel rooms. This here, is where here, here,
1: here's, a pe- here's a bag of condoms.
0: That's right. It used to be here's a bag of condoms, but now it might be like just don't.
1: No, there used um, there was condom dispensers in it. Uh, I forget which one, which uh, Olympics it was. They had condom condom dispensers in every single room. Dispensers, yes, because apparently this is something that happens a lot at the so Olympics.
0: They're all young. They're all around twenty years old. They're all away in a different country. Everyone's really fit and in good shape. Yeah, they're all shagging each other, and, so. and a lot of them are young and single too. So it's like, why not? I think that's a good idea. They should all chag each other and then make better Olympian babies to compete in twenty years. Who will be even better? That's eugenics. Yeah, I guess it is eugenics. Yeah, but it's for sports. So there, there,
1: there, you go. You start. You are advocating eugenics now.
0: Only if so people want to.
1: You apologize for that one? No,
0: <laughs> I refuse to apologize for thinking it's a good idea for Olympians to make more baby Olympians who'll be better. Maybe mix it up countrywide. You know what I mean? What is it? Norway always has great hockey teams, and Finland. And so is Canada. What if we mix that together? And Russia's pretty good.
1: I'm just enjoying the last raisin sandwich. Yeah, that's a good thing too.
0: Other people's kids are the worst because you gotta like pretend you're interested in their crap, but you don't care. I mean, I barely hear my own kids stuff. My kids like, I drew a picture. It's not very good. I've been to an art gallery. I've seen good art. <laughs> this is pretty juvenile. I'm eight. Yeah, keep keep trying.
1: Uh, I don't know how <laughs> much, I don't know how much more I can listen to my kids talk about Minecraft without going crazy.
0: So, you're crafting things to mine and mining things to craft. Great game.
1: Oh, it is a really great game. It's basically Lego on the computer.
0: So, the Olympics, what are we thinking? It could be done well and prevent COVID, but it's probably going to be not nearly as good as it could be because people are going to.
1: Japan's got one of the oldest populations in the world.
0: Not for long. Maybe
1: that's what they're, they're thinking. This will take this will take care of our uh, our elder care problem.
0: How many elderly Japanese people are going to go
1: to the Olympics? Doesn't matter if it gets out into the general
0: community. I suppose they also have a healthcare system too, which is taking care of everyone and straining. So I think it, it, it's more the reason why they're still having it now, despite maybe better option. Or you can't chug this stuff, can you? No, you can't chug a ramen egg. A little ball gets in the way.
1: I went, went to take a big gulp, and
0: it's like. I mean, the Olympics are going ahead in Japan. There's, that's not going to stop it. The question is just how actually bad will the spin-outs be? Because right now it has been ramping up. There have been problems for the last four months in Japan with a lot more COVID cases. So it does make you wonder. There's also been var- like variants in other countries have been making them kind of want to tighten up more, too. I think it's just because so much money were sunk in the Olympics. They just want to get the Olympics done and try to get what they can. But there's a lot less tourism now. They're not getting millions of people coming to Japan. Because some people travel for the Olympics they'll go to whatever country it is yep. and stay in a hotel and spend money there. They're not actually a part of the Olympics. They're just a spectator. And there's none of that happening now. It's just like local within Japan people, which is they say up to 10,000 they'll allow, which is nothing compared to the millions who actually bought tickets. And the big problem is then, if you don't actually go, you don't buy lunch there. You don't buy a drink. You don't buy a souvenir. You don't buy some cheesy picture. So a lot of that money is just lost.
1: Yeah, well, that's the cost of... Doing business.
0: I guess. The cost of the pandemic.
1: Yep. I guess I've gotten disillusioned enough that I really don't care if it goes on or not. The pandemic? No, the, uh, <clears throat> the Olympics. Oh, I see. I prefer the uh, pandemic didn't go on.
0: That'd be good. We're trying both like office computer guys. We work in different companies, but we both work from home now, five days a week. So, you work from home, you have Amazon delivery, you go to the grocery store at Costco every now and again, and you kind of get used to it. You get a little bit desensitized to the fact that you in a pandemic, life is just like this. There are no more restaurants. I used to like to go to coffee shops and stare at people. You know, like people watch. Like, look at that guy. Hey, look, Mormons. Oh, they're going to talk to me. Time to have some fun. Did I ever tell you the Mormons downtown at that time?
1: No, but uh, I've got Jehovah Witness stories. I'm blacklisted. They won't come to my house.
0: Ha, 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 ha. Anyway... We'll see you next week. Hopefully. We won't see you. It's a podcast. So you'll hear us and we won't perceive you in any way unless you leave a comment. Uh, but you don't need to do that. You can. please. You know, If you've listened to us, let us know because Richard would like your approval. Please leave Richard a comment. I need affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear uh, us have a middle-aged man talk about anything in particular or something we've already talked about, please leave us a comment or send us a message. Thanks very much.
1: Yep. And just remember, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly.
0: No, oh, it's not. Nice. As always, we're going ha- uh, to have... uh some? We're going to have some Asian sex. <laughs> <sighs> Middle-aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. Woof. <laughs> <laughs>